Thanks for tuning in to Leesburg Daily, a Monday through Friday podcast where we dive into scripture, study it together, and apply it to our lives. Today we pick up again in John chapter 12. We'll start today in verse 27. And and again, recall, we are entering Jerusalem for the Passover feast, Jesus' final Passover feast. Many, uh, a large crowd has come to Jesus. And now he is engaging with uh, the disciples and this crowd. He's predicted his death and said, hey, look, I'm going to be dying uh, uh, soon. But as I die, many will come to me because of my death. This thinking of death then causes, as Jesus talked about the grain of wheat falling to the ground and thinking of dying, it it caused him uh, to then turn to a sense of, of grieving of sorts. Look in verse 27. He says, My soul has now become troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. This thinking of death causes Jesus to really uh, uh, now consider his death. And what we have here is in some ways perhaps a parallel to to the picture that we're all very familiar with in the other gospels of Jesus in the garden praying to the Father. Now, it's not presented that way in this text. In fact, it's a a different uh, uh, text entirely, but it is a similar uh, theme and and framework here. Uh, Jesus' soul is troubled, uh, much like it was uh, in the garden. Uh, And he says, what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Reminiscent of the words, Father, remove this cup from me if it be your will. Um, but Jesus answers his own question. He, he's, he's struggling here because he's, again, we're talking about Jesus being fully human here. In his full humanity, uh, he, he's not looking forward to the concept of death. Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, Jesus answers his own question. For this purpose, I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Being truly human, Jesus wanted to be delivered from this dreadful hour, uh, something that he had prayed for in the garden in Matthew chapter 26, for example. But he wants, he wants something even more that led him to answer his own question. No, it's for this hour that I've come. Father, glorify your name. To, to glorify his father's name meant more to Jesus than his life itself. To glorify the Father's name simply means to glorify the Father. The the name stands for the person. So God was glorified in the hour of Jesus' death because by it the grace of God would be most clearly seen. Look at the next part of verse 28. Then a voice of heaven, or a voice came out of heaven. I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. What a neat thing. There's an immediate response. Uh, A voice comes from heaven that says, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. It's the Father's voice declaring that he had already glorified his name in Jesus' ministry. Remember, through his works and Jesus' deeds, uh, uh, throughout his ministry, Jesus often asked for the Father to be glorified. Or they said that he was doing it to glorify the Father. So, so God says, I, I have glorified it, referring to Jesus' earthly ministry, and I will glorify it again, uh, referring to his death. 
the crowd came there and they they heard it uh and, and some think it's thunder verse 29 so the crowd of people who stood by and heard it were saying that it had thundered others were saying it's an angel that's spoken to him uh, it's kind of a neat thing a voice from heaven uh, must have been a booming sound because some thought it was thunder others thought it was a, a, a an angel that had spoken but n- neither opinion was correct the crowd may not have understood what the voice said uh, but the very occurrence indicated that God had responded to Jesus's prayer Jesus only comment to the crowd was this he says in verse um, 30 he says uh, people had said that there's an angel and spoken to him um, Jesus answered this voice was not for my sake but for your sakes again a a neat picture here Uh, Jesus says this voice wasn't for me it was for you in other words I I knew the response to my prayer already I I knew that response because the Lord listens to my prayers Uh, that's part of the relationship that Jesus had with the Father one of the things that we see is Jesus lived his earthly life his close dependence on the Holy Spirit his dependence on the uh, on the Father his close relationship with the Father Jesus' prayer before raising Lazarus was for the benefit of onlookers if you remember that so this voice from heaven was for the crowd's benefit not his showing them that God listened to Jesus Continuing to address the crowd, he says in verse 31, My judgment is upon this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. I I think I read that wrong. Forgive me. Now judgment is upon this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. Verse 31, Jesus uh, addresses the crowd and he says, uh, Now, a, a time for judgment is now. The judgment on this world is now because the hour of Jesus' death had come. Now, now in the fourth gospel, in John's gospel, the world often stands um, for those members of the Jewish leadership who were antagonistic toward Jesus. Uh, So when they brought Jesus before Pilate and succeeded in getting a decision to have him crucified, uh, they felt that they had secured judgment against him. But ironically, the, their very rejection of Jesus uh, was judgment and con- confirming God's judgment upon them. The hour of Jesus' death meant much more than just judgment on the world or the Jewish leadership. As he went on to say, the prince of this world will be driven out. You know, this is the first of several references to the prince of this world in John's gospel. Elsewhere, he's referred to as the devil or Satan or the evil one. He's described as the prince of this world because human beings, since we fall into sin, have been under his power. Think of 1 John 5, 19. It says, the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So, so now through the death of Jesus, the power of the prince of this world it has been destroyed. And that's what Jesus is referring to here. He has been driven out of office, as it were. And the writer of Hebrews explains it like this. He says, since the children have flesh and blood, 
he, that's Jesus too, shared in their humanity, so that, why? So that he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. You, you see, the, the prince of this world has power over human beings because he can accuse them before God and demand judgment uh, upon their sins. He's called the accuser. Uh, by, by his death, Jesus dealt with the problem of human sins and removed the ground for accusation. And it's in this way that the power of the prince of this world has been broken and, and he'll be driven out. Verse 32, Jesus explains how that's going to happen. Verse 32, uh, not only is the prince of this world going to be uh, cast out and judgment fall upon the earth, uh, but now uh, there's another positive effect of Jesus' death. Jesus says, uh, verse 32, And I, if I am lifted up from earth, will draw many men, I'm sorry, will draw all men to myself. The evangelist adds here a, a comment about, uh, or explaining, I guess, uh, what being lifted up from the earth meant. Verse 32, 33. Uh, but he was saying this to indicate the kind of death that he would die. Often when we read the words, and he'll be lifted up and stuff like that. We we think about exaltation. And while, yes, it's exaltation, we have to understand that it, it originally, that the picture there of lifted up is, is not uh, in glory, uh, but on a cross. So Jesus is indicating the type of death that he'll die here. He'll be lifted up on a cross. And Jesus says, when that happens, when I'm lifted up on that cross, I will draw all men to myself. The word to draw that's used here is used five times in John's gospel uh, and, and only once elsewhere in the New Testament. That's in Acts chapter 16. Uh, it's used literally in chapters 18 and 21 um, of, of drawing a sword or drawing a fishing net. Uh, it's used metaphorically in, in chapter 6 and chapter 12. Talking about drawing people to Jesus. I, for example, putting faith in him. Jesus' death on the cross would result in all people being drawn to him. Now, this doesn't mean that all people, without without exception, would be uh, drawn to put their faith in him. It's not talking about um, uh, what we often, what's often referred to as universalism, uh, the idea that everyone will be saved because of what Christ said. Because clearly, some don't put faith in Jesus. It means that people of all ethnic backgrounds, that's what Jesus is talking about here, people of all ethnic backgrounds would put their faith in him. And one example of this is the Greeks seeking Jesus right now that spawned this whole conversation. A similar point is made in, in chapter 10, if you remember, when Jesus talks about the sheep that aren't, in, that aren't of this pen. I must bring them in also, he said. And so Jesus says, a benefit of my death is that all, uh, is that men from all backgrounds will be drawn to me. The crowd then answered him in verse 34, We have heard out of the law that the Christ is to remain forever. 
And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? The crowd here is qu- quite confused. Um, it, it's it's a little unclear as to why. The crowds had just welcomed Jesus as their king uh, here in chapter 12 by laying palm fronds down and, and, and de- declaring Hosanna. Um, they've indicated him as his king, and, but now they're they're confused by him saying that he would be lifted up. And so they're saying, hey, we've heard that the Christ will remain forever. Now, the strange thing about that is there's, there's, no, there's no Old Testament passage that, that says that the Christ will remain forever. I mean, as we look at the Old Testament, we see that there's one place where the, the Messiah's priestly role is said to be eternal. It's in Psalm 110. And there are other passages where his throne or his reign will endure forever. Uh, but there's no passage that talks about the Christ remaining forever. And so that's a little strange. Uh, there are some uh, some intertestimonial Jewish writings that talk about um, uh, the eternal reign of the Messiah. Um, but th- this is not really what they're saying here. Um I, we don't know what they're quoting or referring to clearly, and maybe they're not quite clear. Maybe they've just been taught. They do say, we've heard out of the law, uh, not that we've read or studied out of the law. But they're a little confused on this, and understandably so. I don't think anyone could have, at the point, uh, understood what was going to happen in clarity like we do. Any, any, anyway, they say... How can this be? Who is the Son of Man? They don't understand how Jesus can say this. They have this understanding, this belief. It says, how can you say that the, the Son of Man must be lifted up? Now, in the immediate context, Jesus did not say the Son of Man must be lifted up. He said, but if I am lifted up. In any case, the crowd rightly assumes uh, that Jesus, his claim to be the Christ, um, and the titles, the Christ and the Son of Man, are interchangeable. They didn't know the same thing. A, a divinely inspired, uh, appointed person. Uh, they're asking how Jesus could be lifted up. To him, the idea, or to them, the idea of a, a suffering, dying Son of Man or Christ, it was just nonsense. And so they're saying, how, how can this be? Uh, what are you talking about? Well, in, instead of answering their question, Jesus said to him, you're going to have the light just a little while longer. Remember in John's Gospel, Jesus is the light of the world, and they have and the, and they would have access to it only a little while longer. Soon Jesus would be destroyed, condemned to death, and crucified. And as far as the crowd's concerned, the light would be well would be gone. Now Jesus would raise from the dead, and his resurrection in his resurrected form, uh, he would appear uh, to some. J- Jesus said to the crowd while you have the light walk while you have the light before the darkness overtakes you the the idea darkness would overtake uh, is the idea of the unbelieving um, when Jesus' physical presence was gone the unbelieving would, would grow when Jesus' physical presence is removed then it would be the case of the man who walks in darkness and doesn't know where he's going. 
without access to this light, they would have to wander around like people in dark. And so Jesus says and urges the crowd to put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons of light. He called upon them to trust him rather than to challenge what he said. Even if it ran counter of their of their ideas, their, their conceptions of what the Messiah would be. Jesus challenged them to accept the light that he brought. And if they accept the light that they that he brought, they would become children of light. They then would never walk in darkness, is the implication, because they have the light. And look what happens when he finishes speaking. Verse uh 36 these things he spoke and he went away and hid himself from them jesus went away and hid himself hid himself from them and this action suggests that the crowds didn't respond uh favorably the crowd didn't accept what jesus said and it's confirmed by what we read tomorrow jesus hiding himself from them really only cuts the time they have with him shorter as the light living among them. It's a little challenge for us today, I guess we should ask, uh, do we follow the light? Do we follow the light? While our the light of Jesus is, is much different for us today, we don't have his physical presence. Uh, the question is, do we feed the lightness or do we feed the darkness? We'll pick up tomorrow in verse um, 37. And continue to walk through uh, the response of Jesus in the crowd. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in today to Leesburg Daily. Join me tomorrow as we continue to walk through this passage. Thanks so much. God bless. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow on the Leesburg Daily.